Welcome back, everybody, to Rules of the Arena podcast number 59. We are back at the Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin this week. And in studio with me, of course, is Super Producer Casey and Brian from Homebrew Bound Department of Fence and Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is back sitting in the co-host seat with me. My guest this week is a local St. Paul, Minnesota hip-hop rap artist named Pharaoh Amus. Having immigrated from Western Africa in the early 2000s, Pharaoh often incorporates traditional melodies and tribal rhythms into his music. He has no fixed style and frequently integrates multiple music genre elements into his finished pieces. This unique stylization and fresh take on hip-hop is sure to put him front and center of the ever-evolving music scene. His new album just released, They Call Me Judas, and this is the story of her life off that. Check it out now. See, I got it right this time. I gotta <laughs> you go got it right. Fix a few things. Hey, thanks for making the trip down, and thanks for putting up with us on Department of Defense. No, I loved this it. Week. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. And Jake is here with us in studio as well. Pharaoh, uh, if you guys just want to start off, introduce yourselves a little bit to. Uh, my name is Pharaoh Moose. I do good music for good people and bad people and tall and short and skinny and fat people. <laughs> I do music for people and dogs. Not cats. <laughs> Don't play my songs for a cat because it will cut you. I think they understand that. Though. Yeah, they're like, wait a minute, this guy's a pharaoh. Well, then how come he doesn't have any felines? You know how you know, like you know Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, Jake Jacoby Blackson. I uh, help him out with his music stuff. I'm uh, mostly on the kind of business side of things, so I do some of the managing stuff like that, and uh, you know, just here hanging out with you guys and. Uh, getting getting the word out about this new album a little bit. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Brian is here as well, and yeah. so is Casey. 
Fine, don't say anything, Casey. I don't want to say anything. Casey waves to the microphone. Yeah. Wave to the audio. I waved at the camera. Yeah. Uh Uh, You know, and I'm the producer. Like, I don't need to be on the thing. I just talked for two hours. Leave me alone. (laughs) First, I got to ask you about the head headgear. You got the whole mask today. You just got the visor on, but in your your uh, pictures. Pictures. Thank you. It's been a long day. You have this whole unit. Yeah. I gotta uh, ask, what's what's the story behind that? Um, well, I was thinking like one day that I want people to hear my music, but I don't want people to know that it's from me. Like, hey, I'm your friend. Listen to my music. You know, I I didn't want to do that because everybody did that to me that did music, and you know, people that didn't do music would do that, and you'd be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna listen to whatever. But like, I didn't want people to listen to me because they're like, oh, it's my friends. So I'm gonna listen to your song. I just wanted to make music and have people of all kind, listen to it. Don't have to know me. Don't have to care about me. Just listen to the song. No, but it's legit because you have been here for roughly two hours and I you haven't removed the <laughs> Oh, man, the I can thing. do this like, all it's, day. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hardcore. And But when you when you were walking in the garage door, you, you were like, I can't I'm see. legally blind. In this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so I was on so, stage performing yeah. once and I couldn't see... <laughs> Anything, and you know what? It helps me a little because then I can just like close my eyes and be in my own world. You know, I can that's cool, just vibe. And then when I open, I'm like, oh, there's people here back to my zone. Yeah, so and you do got to be a little careful closing your eyes and not get too close to the edge of the stage. Oh man, like when I fell off, I fell off the stage too. I I played it off real cool. I was just like, whoa, hey, I didn't know that that was the end of the stage. So like you do that every time during that song then? Yep, the exact song? yep, okay. yep. <laughs> so that people, you know, think it's part of the whole get up, you know? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Good call. So I know you moved here from Western Africa, yep. early 2000s. How old were you? I was eight. I was eight years old, turning nine. Um, I got here like March 8th. It was really cold. And uh, March 21st, I mean, today, I, I turned nine. So, like, I moved here. Then I had a birthday party, but I had no friends. <laughs> no friends and no way to communicate. I didn't speak a lick of English. So, it was just like, oh, all these kids are at my, you know, place having a good time. And I don't know these kids. None of them are friendly eating my cake. I don't even like cake. So, it's like, all right, you guys can have my cake. <laughs> but I want friends. <laughs> I just want friends. It was really hard, man. But... Well, I was going to ask you why Minnesota, but I guess it being eight, nine years old, you yeah. don't really have a say in the matter because there's other states that don't get cold and yeah, shitty. Yeah, that's true. Like when I, when I was looking on the internet to find my internet wife to bring me to America, <laughs> I, I wanted to like marry one from like Texas yes. or Florida or something like that. That's but a solid age. Yeah, you know, the, the, one, the one that had a good career lived here in Bemidji, so she was like, well, oh. do you want to come? And I'm like, yeah, bring me in the family, you know? So We get it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I picked the one that had a better job, and that's why, that's why I came to Minnesota. She did nails. <laughs> yeah, it was solid career in nails, though. People loved her. She's not with us anymore. Oh, She doesn't exist. So- <laughs> <laughs> she never was. <laughs> to me, to me. She doesn't exist to me because we broke up. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. So when did you start thinking you wanted to get get into music, and how did you two end up meeting down this path? Why don't you tell them how we met, and then I'll tell them how sure, yeah. music I mean, happened. I mean, we met uh, like a long time ago, honestly, uh, back, I think probably even before high school, honestly. Yep. Um, and we did music. Well, actually, we, we just kind of hung out together, but we both, I think, realized from a really early age that we were interested in music and stuff like that, because... Uh, we took class, I, you know, we both took classes at various times in mm-hmm. high school on music and like... Because uh, like they offered like audio recording and like engineering. Not recording, just beat making. Yeah. Wait, like, yeah. Can you guys elaborate where, yes. where was it? We went to Central High School okay. yep. in St. Paul, Minnesota. The, the infamous was that, that not where Prince... Yes, yes. Prince what, was yeah. a huge thing with that. I took a, a few breakdancing classes at Central. In, in, <gasps> yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, you yeah, were in, in that building, bro? Yes, multiple times in the late 90s. She must wow. be an excellent breakdancer then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got some cardboard. <laughs> we're, throw, we're definitely throwing down some cardboard outside after this. Don't put that, don't put that cardboard down. <laughs> oh, I won't be able to control myself. <laughs> 
we'll have oh. Casey we'll, or I'll video it, and then somebody's gonna have to be down no. here at the spillboard. I'll do the boombox. No, we'll, we'll put yeah. it on the Spill- Hop and Barrel yeah. Instagram Live. It'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> no. oh, we'll, we got beatbox. We got everything. We'll yep. figure this out. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We took we took some music classes back then, and uh, always interested in those type of that that type of path. I guess. Yeah. And we um, always want to like entertain people because we know like oh I'm funny, but it's like how do you make funny a career? Because you know like. In high school, everyone's like, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be when you grow up? And it's like, dude, do I have to be something when I grow up? You know, because because growing up, just I just want to like smoke cigarettes and hang out with my friends on the beach, you know. And then in the, <laughs> the wintertime, I just want to smoke cigarettes and hang out with my friends not on the beach, you know. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what they mean by that. But then you you're like, well, what could we do to, you know, potentially, you know, make us happy and also give us some kind of money. And I think that was an element, too, of that, where we were just already making music. Yeah. Like, we were already making music outside of Terrible wanting to music. ever make money from it Terrible. or ever do anything with it. And then you're sitting there and you're like, well, what could we do that we'd actually enjoy mm-hmm. and try to make it into something we can make a little bit of money off of? And uh, so that's how this kind of uh, started. And then a lot of it, honestly, was masterminded out of his his head. I mean, I'm crazy. Yeah, he, he honestly had a... <laughs> had a whole entire vision for this whole thing before it ever... Yeah, like in 2012, I had the idea for the whole mask and concept of it, you know, but back then there was no way to, like, make it a reality because he was... Were you living in China back then? Yeah. So he moved to China for a year, so we kind of, like, you know, like, it was. It became like, you know, how are you doing? How's China? He's like, dude, this VPN's, like, cutting in and out. I got to call you back before the Chinese government gets me, you know? <laughs> so then he moved back, but then didn't move back. He moved to, like, Nevada. So then we were like that for a while. And then, like, I flew to, like, Denver to meet up with him. And then we drove. And during that whole drive, we drove, like, 20 hours or something. Yeah, something And like I played all the beats, all the songs I've been working on the whole time he'd been gone. And we were just looking at mountains and just driving and driving and, you know, smoking and smoking. and, and <laughs> Like taking, you do. Yeah, and taking it all in. And he, and he was like, dude, I think we really got to, like, start pursuing the music again, you know? And I'm like, well, my leg was broken at the time. So, like, I was at a really down point in my life. You know, no exercise, no nothing for a whole, like, year. Yeah, that will fuck with you. Man. Oh, my God, yeah. man. Oh, my God. When you been, just been love there. being out there, oh, those injuries all. But anyway, so I told him, Jake. When you move back, if you move back, you know, we should maybe just like start banging heads on the music. Like even we're even if we're working or doing whatever every weekend, let's get together and do something musical, you know? And he was like, Well, I am moving back. And I'm like, dude, shut up. And he moved back like a year or two after that, and we just started beating the horse. Like how many years ago was this then that he When did, did you move back? back? Uh 2015 or 16? No, no, 2015 was when I was in China. Uh, no way, really? Yeah, 2015 was Dude, when I was in China. Felt like and not that long ago. I was in Nevada, I think, till 2018 or 19. Oh my God. So I think probably early 2019. Okay. Early 2019 ish. But but I also wouldn't say that like the music thing didn't, it wasn't immediate when I got back. Either. Oh, no, no way. Like, there we, we got there was jobs. Def- we started a business. We- <laughs> there, there was ramping up, period, <sighs> for sure, of various other things. Um, but then once once we kind of, I think, realized that there was that that was the path that was going to be able to make us happiest because it's just what we enjoyed yeah. doing. That it's was easy like, to do something you like doing. It, it's, it was an know? easy lock-in to be like, yes, I want to focus on this or try to make anything I can out of this because that's, it's it's just oh, it's and something then I when, enjoy. When his girl got involved and she said, I can make your costume thing that you keep talking. I can, I've can. i been listening to it and I drew up this sketch and I looked and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> that's it right there. And she's like, well, I've been cutting cut, you know, cardboard and look at what I cut up. I'm like, oh. And then she's like, I've been cutting up these plots. And then like I had my veil and then it was just like, well, how do we make this a piece now? And then she like sewed a bunch of things together and we went to the cloth store and we did all this stuff. <laughs> and then like once I put it on and got in the, like, oh, it was just like I did a drug and I loved it. I was hooked. <laughs> no. I was hooked. Was the plan always, you know, you, you're going to be the performer, the one out on stage, and Jake, did you always want to be more business side of the house, or do you no, ever see yourself changed, jumping right? Because I think in the beginning, we were all, like, lyrical, you know, we were all, because, like, back in the day when we would all get together and go to, like, a party, and everybody from Central for, like, years, all the boys would do would go to parties, and the girls would talk, and we would, like, play beer pong, and after that, rap. It was. It always. It always ended in rap battles. Oh, even people that couldn't rap. Everybody had. You have to rap if you're a Central boy or a Highland yeah. boy, and you go to a party. It's like okay, time to freestyle. 
boom, 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 everybody. So then it's like, okay, well, we were all rappers. Okay, so that's settled. Who makes the beats? <laughs> oh, fuck, we need a beat maker. And then a bunch of people are going, well, I guess I'm going to become a beat maker. Then, you know, you got some beat makers. Well, who's going to mix us? Oh, man, we got to get, get a mix. You know, two people. And then before you know it, there's a bunch of people that do a bunch of different things, and they're doing their own thing, and you're like, fuck, everyone's, like, not rapping anymore. People have, like, crews now that there's, you know, and there's a bunch of crews that are successful and a bunch of crews that just gave up and a bunch of crews that just drink beer and a bunch of crews that drink beer and rap. So then you get in with that crew because that's what you want to do. You want to drink beer and you want to rap. And that's the crew that we came in and he just, like, likes the computer side of it, you know? He's like, oh, I can tweak this. And I just hate that stuff. I hate bussing things in and out. I just don't get it. <laughs> and he kind of gets that. So he does the mix, the recording of me and I just do the rapping. Got it. Okay, so that's the production side. Is yes. it like that's who makes Jake? You make the beats then. So or? so so uh, no. So okay. actually, in in the past, I definitely would have identified with that. I would have okay, been the production side of things. And I there was a time where we both dabbled in that. And I was I don't know. I I worked on that for a long time. I thought that was going to be probably the path that I wanted to take. Okay. But then uh, I actually went to school for a while for journalism and kind of got an idea behind how PR and marketing worked. Right. And. Uh, that was when I decided that I wanted to kind of do more of the business aspect. And so actually we use outside producers for most of that, the yep. actual beat making stuff. Okay. So, I mean, is there someone specific that you would want to call out or is, oh, that, yeah. is that, yeah, we got big Randy. Okay. He's in Minneapolis. He's yep. really good. Got it. He did space cowboy. He's the producer of that beat. And, um, I found him randomly cause like, Instagram, you know how the internet works. Oh, God, He was yeah. like, dude, yeah. I like your style. I'm like, dude, I've been looking at your beats and your Instagram for like months now. He's like, come to my apartment. Yeah. And then we laid like a million songs down and now we have like this friend and he sends me beats all the time that he knows I can, you know, vibe with and I'm always like sending him stuff back. Like, and he's like, oh, I can make a beat at this. So now it's like a... Friendship well, it, thing. Yeah, it's like a puzzle piece yep. at some point. Yep. Like if it doesn't fit, it doesn't it fit. It doesn't fit, know? exactly. Well, so Speaking of the internet, that's how we got connected. Well, yes. you met my buddy, Ah, Justin. I was drinking, <laughs> yes. I eat there about once a week. And, uh, oh, you're yeah. talking about Justin Collins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Justin sends me a Snapchat. He goes, hey, look up Feral Amos. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> what? And I'm looking on, I'm like trying to... It's I'm a scrolling. moose. <laughs> yeah, it's a moose. Hey, hey, hey. But it's a moose. You gotta put that umlaut on there. You gotta do it. Yep. And and I'm trying to look like online and I'm like, I'm yeah. not finding anything here. And he goes, No, go to Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay. What the hell's up with the headdress thing? All right, I dig it. <laughs> Jump over to Spotify. Oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's have you on the show. And Thank you so here much. We are. All right. So that that takes care of kind of the production side. But so when we get a little bit into this, but when and how did you start recording your first songs? It seems like when you guys were kind of doing that drive in twenty, you know, nineteen or whatever yep. when your leg was broken. Like, when did you start recording your first songs? I started recording my first songs, like, when we were in your mom's office. Well, it, it depends on what you want to yeah. consider, like, recording your first songs okay, versus, like, taking okay. yourself seriously. I, 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 so, I feel like, like, because we grew up in the internet age. Both those things need to be Yeah, oh, okay. sure. Talked so, about. because we grew up in the internet age, like, we recorded stuff when we were, yeah. like, 13, Garage 14. Man. You know what I mean? Hit like, record. my parents had, like, that old Mac, like, the old one with the, like, old uh, with the, the white, the all-white one <laughs> yeah. that had, that was rounded. Yes, and had, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it, it looked. And did you so, just make that up, or what, did you guys call it old Betsy? Old Betsy. Anything old that you love is old Betsy. always old Betsy. Because you love Betsy, you know? No one hates her. She's just old. That poor cow. Oh, my God. We were talking about the cow from the last Yeah, the poor cow. All right. But so we recorded stuff way back then. Like yeah. and 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 a lot of that, I mean, honestly, it just it I feel like that was all helpful in the process because it needed you, to, to hear yeah, exactly. your own like, voice and know what you sound like. And you learned yeah. to develop certain things, and you also yeah. just learned like that you weren't as good as you think oh, you are. My God. I think that's one of the biggest things that <laughs> oh you needed to learn when coming out as like a rapper is that everybody's like, Well, they're just saying words. Like it's not that hard. Like I just gotta say words on the thing. But there's so much when it comes to like inflection and tone and the way that you say them and the rhythm that you say them at and all these types of things. And then there's also like making an actual song. Right. Because oh that's another God. element too that I think a lot of people, especially right now, don't think about is when you put together music, you don't just want to put together like a dope verse. Yeah. Show that's me cool. show me the hook. Right. You know? but, like that's but you wanna ha exactly you gotta have more middle, to it that gives people that and keeps and people intrigued. There's in the a beginning. Music. Too, right? Oh no yeah. no! There is no. no beginning in music. Oh. No 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 no! There's no. There's just a middle and an end. This song just feels like it kind of started but just ended. I I like that. I don't know. Fade in. I think I feel that. Um, oh but God. then but then I think 
you know, obviously that, like, I wouldn't count that as when we started recording. Because right. I think when we seriously started recording was like like 2019-ish. When we actually went to like a real recording right. studio. Paid what, so much paid money. money to studio somebody. I love that, this guy. You... His name is okay. Tony Wellamet. Okay. And his recording company is called Minihaha Recording Studio. Okay. Yep. And yep. I'm assuming, is that in South? Then, it's it's on Minihaha in Minneapolis, yeah. right by, um, uh, what's that big road, Hiawatha? Yeah, yeah, South yep, Minneapolis. Yeah, yep, South, South Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, wow. and uh, it's that little town called Powderhorn. Yeah, little, little, Powderhorn. little something, something there in Powderhorn. Yeah, so like you're talking about recording the first songs. This was when that was where. Like, yeah. So and, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and that was just kind of the beginning of the recording process for us. Like, because we, you know, when, before we'd gone to an official recording studio, I wouldn't say just that garage it, band. it was, you know, it was just like yeah. at home stuff that just didn't feel as professional, and that allowed us to get that in. So that first studio experience, though, was that like something where you guys were like, "Oh, we gotta roll up in like a limo and smoke a blunt no. on the way," or did <laughs> no. you take it seriously? No, and I took roll so, up in a Honda. So or I like blew what? his mind because you know when you go to a studio, you're like usually people know what studios are and you've done yeah. it before. This was my first time, but he didn't know. Okay. He didn't know it was our first time. So we roll up in there. I have like everything written out. Like every cough I'm going to like might cough during the song or whatever, you know, like every everything. And he said, OK, well, I'm thinking we might get a song or two done today, but I won't be able to. And I'm like, OK, let's go. And he hits record and I recorded the whole song in one take. And he was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, let's do that again. And I did it again. And he was like, well, let's do that again. And I did it again. He's like, yeah. so how much How much did you practice? I'm like, so much. All of the practice. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. I was like, I'm going to a studio. I am going to lay it down. See, I think that's the opposite of what I think the first time I was in a studio when I was 15, you know, years ago. <laughs> I, think, I think we were we were basically Wait, how like. how years ago? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think we were like, how much beer can we drink? And we like set some sort of record for beers drunk Before for the this studio, fucking studio. That's but, awesome. So you guys are you're writing a song now, where we were talking about recording, but you're writing a song. Are are you writing lyrics based on your life, your experience? Did you create a character, a story for the song? Yep. Like, how does this work? Yep. So if I'm writing a song about something that like happened today, you know, and I f I finished the song that day, then that song is all said and done. Like I, I wrote it about that specific thing and that's what it's all about and, and, and that's the feeling and I you, put into it. You don't it. feel any anxiety about not being able to change it or, or oh, not, not, not there's the ability no, There's no rules. Like, yeah, there's no rules to me like okay. not wanting to change it. <laughs> yeah. But if I finish oh, okay. a song, if I finish it, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, okay, I finished the song. So I'll call my like, dude, I laid down like two songs today, whatever. But usually I'll start a song and I'll have it all done written or something but didn't record it all because yeah. I want to start a song with a certain kind of like, you know, like feel to it and might want to change that feel tomorrow when I have back on the mic so then i'll be like oh i don't like the way i was putting out the word yesterday i might change it's like more mellow today sure or, yeah. or jake rolls in and he's like i don't know pharaoh uh you might well jake take usually usually doesn't <laughs> like to tell you know me what he thinks so because I'll, I'll, I'll tell him when i we you know there's this sound that we try to go for you know yeah. so when i know i'm not hitting i'm like he's really supportive he's like yeah this sounds good and i'm like but listen to this part and he's like it sounds good i'm like jake you sure? And he's like, you know what? No, you're actually right. Because if we do it like this, I'm like, sure. that's what I was thinking. You know, he doesn't usually like come in. He's like, because, you know, like creativity is like really weird. I might want it to sound weird because there's songs that we've recorded three separate times in three separate locations mm -hmm. and gotten mixed three different times by three different people. Oh, my gosh. And then you, yeah. Okay. Oh my, yeah. And you go back and you're like, OK, we're going to put the album out. What version of Space Cup? What do we want? Yeah. And so it's like, is that the song that you're yep. doing on intro outro? Yeah, that's one yep. of them. I got okay. a story of her life, which is off the new album. Yep. They call me Judas and, yep. and Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy is is off. Off. So what is the story? What's the saga behind that song? The saga of that song is I went to my producer's house, Big Randy, and he's just like one of those crazy beat guys where you go to his house and you see his back and just just this. <laughs> he's just like, mm, 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 and you're back there like, dude, this guy loves beats, man. I love it. He's like, just let me know when you find something you like. He's just playing through a bunch of beats and like mixing them as he's like playing them. And, and he's got like a booth back there. He's like, let me know when you want to hop in. And he played this beat and it was like, dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you like this one? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, get in the booth right now. So I get in the booth and he's like, this isn't going to be serious. You know, we're just laying something down. And I was like, you see me rolling with my bootstraps on. And with, you know, I was and he wasn't done with the beat. And I just knew that that was something that I can really work with. And I'm like, listen, I've been here for eight hours. 
I think it's time to go home. You need to send me this beat. I'm going to blow your mind. So I get home. He sends me the beat. It has new sounds on it now. So he like tweaked a bunch of things and made it sound more twang. And I'm like, oh, my God. And that night, like at three in the morning, I do songs like the weirdest time. Yeah, Four thirty five. You don't need to tell me. Yeah. yeah. Got it done. <laughs> sent it to him. He heard he was like, dude. Ugh. And um, and that's how that song was made. You know, it was one of those like. It, it, the, oh, go ahead, Jake. It definitely yeah. struck me as an instant motive, like it, it instant. Like he came up with that song because it was for me, it was that he just hit came up, came to me like the next day after going to this big Randy meeting and yeah. being like, I have a new song, dude. Check it out. It's pretty. It's awesome. And I listened to it. It was like fully done practically. I mean, not mixed, but like. From GarageBand to his ears. The, uh, normally, I hear songs at, at a couple steps of the process. Right. Because it's pretty typical that like he'll, hear, he'll find a beat that he likes and we'll listen to that beat for a little while and there'll be like maybe a semblance of a hook for a little yeah. while and then we you build you know, upon we that. build upon the song a little bit but okay. with with some songs it's 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 like it just comes to like, me yeah like i freestyle a lot of my music like space cowboy i freestyle the whole thing except maybe the CB rolling one up the thing that i got the idea from might have written that down but i like to like hit record lose myself once my dog's like walking around annoying me i'll take his collar off because that's when i know he's there but if his <laughs> collar's off he's just like ghost in the house so then it's just me and the mic and i might hit record like 10 times that night on that same beat and just let it work and then it just it just flies out and then when you listen to it, you're like oh that's terrible i'm gonna have to write this song and then redo it <laughs> well right and so i think like the original question was but then we talked about beats and and you know randy and and that but like where the lyric where do the lyrics comes from? from for this yeah so for space cowboy i'm trying to talk about like being like you know like a macho guy you know like that's what cowboys are you know they can yeah. like you know take care of the ranch and you know be really really macho but you know you know ladies look at cowboys and they're like you know cowboys are really nice they're real gentlemen you know <laughs> blah 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 but then you watch a movie and it's like cowboys are cutthroat they'll kill you those and it's like well am i all those things or am i just none of those things <gasps> Am I those things, but out in space because of my? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I, yep. I love that. I man. like the. I like. I that. like in Space Cowboy. I think in the middle of it, you have like oh, two yeah. guys talking. Like, yeah. hey, where's Faraway? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think he said he's going to the moon. Yeah, and that was the first song I listened to you by you, and that that song just grabbed my attention there. <laughs> it's like, and then you throw that in there, and it's is it metaphorical? Is he just right? smoked himself in a yep. new, new dimension? Because I've certainly yep. done that before, but <laughs> it was just fucking cool. And like you said, that yep. weird kind the of crazy thing about twin. that is I, I, that was me. I talked, both the voices were me. <laughs> so I do that. I try to do that in like all my music. Like I'll do a lady's voice. Yeah. another song where I, I talk to a lady and I'm the lady. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, baby, I really like this. Song. I'm like, come on, baby. You know, you don't like this. Song. I'm like, yeah, I really like it. Turn it up. I, Cause it's like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like some girl will say that someday about this song somewhere <laughs> in the near future, maybe a thousand years from now, you know, that reminds me of those, like this, like the whole skit thing. Like when rap Kanye. albums in the, Kanye was like big oh, on the skits. Method Man. But yeah, old what I'm 90s, of, like, yeah. Tikal or like what else? Andre Nicotina. Like mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But so in any case, when did you start releasing your stuff online? Uh, about a year ago, I went onto SoundCloud. And uh, so all the music we did in that professionally big studio that we paid a lot of money for, mm -hmm. all that music is out on SoundCloud for free. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I decided, oh, why am I holding on to like all this music that like I feel like I. I have like this like connection to, you know, cause I paid so much money to get it produced. So I'm like, you know what, if I can like let it go, you know, let all this money that I spent go and start all over, then maybe I'll get a new feeling about the songs or, you know, and then as soon as I started putting them out, I started getting good feedback. People were playing them all the time. People from like Saudi Arabia, Portugal, like everywhere in the world. And like, dude, why? You know what this means? I have to make more music and yeah. I have to put on all platforms now. So then that became the next level. And then once I got to the next level, Gordon hit me up and now I'm doing podcast interviews and now I got to get to the next <laughs> level, you know, which is music videos, visuals. People want to see more of what you see because at 2012, I saw this, but nobody saw it until 2019, 2020, 2021. So now what, what do I want? I, I have a bunch of images in my head that I want you guys to see. Yeah. So that's the next level. 
So, so, so yeah. you're talking about all these these different people that have been lit up by your music and then Saudi Arabia and everything, yeah. and now these are people you don't know. I don't know them. Okay, but the people you do know. So <laughs> what what's the feedback from your friends, your family? When like, they find out that it's me, know? it blows their minds. Like, dude, yeah. I had no idea you were. F- I follow you on Instagram, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, I follow you on Instagram too because I'm Pharaoh. And like, dude, what? Dude, why didn't you? Because t- like my friend Eric, he lives in California. He hit up Elias, who lives here, and um, it was like last summer. And um, he called me like, dude, you know, like that feral guy lives in like um, St. Paul. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, dude, that guy's pretty good. Like, I just like put a song on my playlist. And then he was like, do you know who he is? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. Like, it's Yao. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, dude, it's me. He's like, no, it's not. And then I went on Pharaoh and I'm like, I was like, sup, bro? And he was like, dude, what, dude, like, dude, why didn't you tell me, bro? Dude, you're doing, you're putting your music out now, bro? That's so, dude, why didn't you tell me? Like, because I didn't want to tell people. I that. like that you guys can't see this, or some of you can, but like, Pharaoh talks with his hands, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm he, very, he very. like, when he was, like, he was talking about Jake, what, your girlfriend was making <laughs> stuff mask. off yeah. the mask and that. Like, when he was typing, like, he was normal typing, and then he moved his hands and like did exclamation <laughs> type, and then, like, the types were larger like <laughs> yeah you got to show the people you know you got to show them what you mean yeah so that feedback though that you got from your listeners that i mean what drove it, me yeah and yeah, so I, that was right away and their responses were, were positive what, obviously I right think, i think my favorite story about about people is uh there was actually a time where he got uh, uh, you're going to be able to tell this a little better but i'm going to remind you of the story hopefully is when uh when when the your friend that girl hit you up and was like hey would you mind coming out to hang out with us for a little bit oh, because yeah. yeah go ahead oh yeah so um so yeah this was like yeah so this one of my biggest fans i don't know how to say her name but she hit me up and oh, i you, know you don't want to or are you just I don't remember her name, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to remember not to ask you that question ever again. Yeah, yeah come on. Um, this, was like, this was like uh, beginning Sherry. of winter. But uh, so many people message me yeah. like, oh, I love it. I and, I'm, it. And I just, I'm nice to everyone, you know. Who am I nicer to? I don't really know. But she said, hey, one of my friends is your biggest fan, and she wants to meet you. Can you come to her house? And I'm like, and everyone I'm with is like, dude, don't do this. And then, this is yeah. This and is then right. yeah. That, that guy I've comes out and yeah. he's like, yeah. no, it's a show. And the guy comes out and he's like, why don't you sit down? Oh, oh, like, oh, shit. oh my God. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't that. So I'm like, oh, I, I can't. But then the guy that I know that knows the girl that's a fan of mine, I'm like, dude, yeah. you got to go with me. And he's like, yeah, well, me and Miranda will go with you. So now I'm going with, you know, my friend and another girl. And yeah. I'm like, okay. So I put the mask on and we open the door. And this like lady, she's like maybe like twenty eight. She's like, oh, I can't believe you're in my house right now. And she's like, oh my god. And I'm like, oh my god, this is a real fan. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't sex. This is a real fan. And she's like, oh, can you sign this? And I, I signed it. And she's like, will you ever have vinyl or anything that I can physically buy? I'm like, yeah, no, we're we're gonna do that. We're gonna do vinyl. She's like, I just can't believe you're like a real person and you're in my house, you know. And I was just like, I. I am real. I'm in your house. And I did a song a cappella, and we hung out for a little bit. And then I was like, well, I can't just keep doing, I can't just have her like, so then we left, like, staring yeah, at you, like, we left oh, like an hour God. later and she was just so happy. She took pictures it's, and sent it to her parents and this is the, my it's your favorite artist. And I was like, whoa, meet and greet. Right yeah. There, my first, man, my right? first, my <laughs> first home, home meet and greet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, there's been a lot going on and everything, we're about you know one year past, and I think a lot of us like mentally, mentally or physically took twenty twenty off. But d- did you? So I understand. We understand anyway that you took twenty twenty off to work to yep. really focus. Yep. Um, was that always the plan? Yes, it was. Or did you just kind of capitalize? Yep. Or just... It was the plan because okay. I planned. We started a business together. Yep. Um, before the year turned, mm-hmm. so like in March would have been like. Uh, we were almost around for a year by then, you know? So, but then the business was like looking at a wall because COVID was right around the corner and our business was very people like, you know, so COVID was really going to hurt us. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't even thinking about COVID. I'm just like, okay, this is the year we have all this stuff on like SoundCloud. People love it. We're going to do shows. We got to get, we got to get out there. So I, you know, you know, Go95 is a big radio station in um, the Twin Cities. Yeah. And they host this like a contest called uh, Shut Up and Rap, and it's like a weekly event. And they have like uh, um, like 
after the week competitions, there's like a finals, you know? So I went first time out, you know, had my mom come out, my baby niece, all my friends are there. And uh, I go on stage and I'm wearing this mask. And the guy, you know, Augie 5000, really cool guy, really cool DJ. He said, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to introduce, you know, this is a real good friend of mine, you know, my, you know, friend, you know, he, you know, Pharaoh Amos. And I'm like, it's Hitamus. And everyone's like, oh, so this is your real good friend. So it's like, okay, well, now I think I'm going to lose the competition, but like, let's do it anyways. Um, and I, you know, give it my all, you know, because I can close my eyes and, you know, go there. And when I opened my eyes, everyone was like, woo. And I'm like, I did it. I yeah. think I did it. And at the end of the show, um, I won. And I'm like, why did I win? I, 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 thank you so much. Thank you so much. Very next week, I lost. I should have won that very next week, but I lost. And then COVID happened because I lost. <laughs> I was wondering. Like, like, don't do that to a guy. You're going to get COVID. Interview over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so then that, that became like, okay, well, now I can't do shows anymore. Because that's the number one way for like, you know, tiny artists to get like known is to be in front of people yeah. all the time. So, yeah. All this go ninety five stuff. Yeah, everything it, just goes on the everything toilet. goes off the fucking rails. Yeah. Like, so, so did you set any goals or like due dates or anything for yourself, so, like to keep on track or? Well, yeah. You know, so, we, so personally, after or did we, Jake just tell you to? No, no, no. I'm no. actually the one that nags him. <laughs> oh, you tell? Oh, yeah, okay, all right. yeah. Because there's always so many ideas, and he's like, ah, oh, so many more ideas. And he's like, we got to do one idea at a time. <laughs> you know, Jake, what kind of uh, organizational software do you use? Yeah, yeah. Right. All I'm good for is the practical stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know about organizational <laughs> necessarily. I'm just, I'm just good for for narrowing it down when we've got five million ideas on the yeah. table, and I'm like, okay, we can realistically yeah, do three. Right. Think, right. Casey, yeah. Casey understands your pain. Because yeah. I'm the same way. I will shoot him. About eight texts a day about what about this on the show and this and this <laughs> other thing. And I listen to one text. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one here. But okay. at least you got a lot to pick from. You got a lot to pick from. He chooses wisely. Yeah. So, yeah, so the uh, goals and, and due dates and things like that, or was there anything in particular that. Well, besides know, were... the show having a finals, which I qualified for from winning the first week, which then I would have won the finals because, you know, I would have gone naked. Oh, <laughs> I would have done the Miley Cyrus. I would have grinded on a bus or whatever. I would have won. But that never happened. So I had to, like, figure out a way to network without being able to see people or. You know, because how do you meet people in the industry if the industry is on your phone on the Instagram? It's not realistic. So we had to like pivot to like, you know what we got to do? We just got to make a bunch of music. So when COVID is over, we can jam it down their throat. Just ah, more music and more music. So I just took that time to like write a song. Like I in the beginning, I wrote a song every day. And then I'm like, oh, this is becoming too much. This is like not fun anymore. So I started writing a song a week. You know, and then I'm like, I'm just going to write, like, you know, a song whenever it comes to me. But always, always, always listen to my old music and always see if I can, like, improve a song that I'm not done with yet. Like, even right now, I got a new song that got sent to me because always have things being worked on, you know. So that gave me more freedom to, like, be more creative with my music, you know, just always be working on something new, which I wouldn't have been able to do before if I had, like, shows and, like, because I'd have to rehearse, you know, this music that I have to perform. So no rehearsal, no, like, none of that. Just make a new song as often I, as possible. I do think, too, as far as, like, the 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 planning goes, I think that sometimes for us or for him, that's that really hurts the creative mm. vibes of things. Mm -hmm. And so having too much structure is, like, not positive. Right. Like, so um, you didn't have a... Right. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. When yeah. I was State doing circle. a song yeah. every like, day. Keep, like, keeping, yeah. it nice, keeping it nice and loose definitely means that I, I think we tend to have better products in, in, the end, in the end. I think that when we when we try to structure it too much, it ends up feeling too structured yeah. in the end. And I, feel I that, think yeah. I think a lot of times what we're looking for is a more loose, flowy vibe because that's what that's I, a lot of the stuff that we do is kind of more dance oriented, a lot more uh, upbeat and stuff like that. And I think that those those t types of things tend to connect better with people when they have a little bit more. Uh, yeah, that's why we less, up... not structure in the song sense, but structure in the sense of like they were made under loose creative. Right. Uh, I didn't make the songs structure. in jail. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't get out until you're done with this album. Oh God! No. Oh no! <laughs> back in your cell. Oh no! So and I know oh, you just God. released your the they call me Judas back March fifth. Yep. Did you pick a date first, and or did you have everything ready to go? Oh okay, man, here it's coming up. I have things ready to go for the next project. Always, I'm always like. 
we got to get it out now. We got to get it out now. We got to get it out now. And he's like, yeah, but you have this out, that out, this out, that out. You just put that out last week. And it's like, oh, you're right. Fine. Marinade. Yeah. Come on, you're fine. So, yeah, when I wanted to put that album out before the year turned. I wanted to put it out, like, um, beginning of the year. Why? I just like people not being bored, you know? Because, I, you know, kids in my life have attention spans of, like, that's yeah. That's like the mantra for, yeah, for life. Any, any creators that we yeah. talk to, it's always like, like no, no, we got to like, keep creating. And, and it's yeah. the same thing in the beer industry, man. Yeah. Is that you got to have new shit all the time. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. it's just beer. Drink it. Well. Yeah, but I want new beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no. even in loose structure, like there's still a high creative output. Mm-hmm. And so like he like a song a day was not a problem nope. at all. Um, and and I, it's just about being able to have the time and, and being able to like listen to enough beats and find something that you're vibing with and all this type of stuff. So I think that that's like there's there was always opportunities to be able to create when we wanted to create. And then it's it really comes down to like, are you going to be able to then do the other side of things, right. which is like make sure that you put out a song and promote it? Yeah. Do you? Oh, Instagram so bad. You know what I mean? Like, so, what, well, yeah. I mean, so one of the one of the kind of the, the the boxed questions that we have is like, how do you? go about putting together the first album but i think from what i'm gathering here is that you you've put some songs out and you know are people's attention spans too light to do an actual album or is it just like yo let's do soundcloud and then just kind of let the rest fall into well, place. Well, the reason why we went to SoundCloud first is because I think for like any well, it was new a hot artist, platform, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, I look at it all yeah. the time. I think like, I think it's definitely partly that, that that's where like every a lot of people start. Yeah, and then I think the other thing too, like when we think about like short attention spans, we just think about not creating things that are like we're not trying to make epic songs yeah, that last right. forever. I'm not like a Justin a, Timberlake you know, <laughs> seven minute Wu Tang. Exactly. Yeah. Triumph. Exactly. Right. A beautiful like, track, but, but it's really it is, long. It is, but but realistically are you gonna maintain an audience for that period of time no. at this point? If you broke it up into three, yes. Yes. Exactly. And then I think too the same thing goes for like when we create an album, like a lot of what we're thinking about is how do these songs go together? Because right. we have, you know, so many forty songs. songs we can pick so from many. right? Or we'll have, you know, how a, do you build like a an ton album of songs. And realistically, we don't want to put out a project that has a runtime of three hours. No. So when we put out it, we, when we put out an album, we want it. We want to limit that runtime a little bit so that way people can listen to it in a very like condensed. You know, like, like a, a lot of our album here to there, here to there. They can listen to it while they go to work out at the gym or whatever, right? And they can enjoy it, but that it also feels relatively not necessarily cohesive, but like the tracks have a have an order that they go together, that they bring mm-hmm. you from one point to another point yep. throughout the album. Do you think about? that oh, in, yeah. in relation to the way that your your set list works in a sense yeah like you you want like you know people to feel high highs low lows yep, high highs. Yep, like yes. is that kind of yep, the same yep. okay from the naming too like when like so when we pick the songs you know we like look at them and like so i have like names i laid when i first wrote the melody to the song but you they know? change right yep okay. oh all day but like, why like what just because of that because of the pace or no because it makes more sense the way we end up trying to like make it you know oh it feels like about nine times out of ten we work with a working title yeah so like if say for example the the song has relatively you know in the hook some some you know a name or something very easy to stand out we'll oftentimes use as the working title but realistically that's not necessarily what we want to release the song under Okay, but then once you get the order in, then you're sort of the, then you're working with. Yes. It. Then okay. we look at like what what we might actually want to name the songs, how what kind of order we're gonna want them all in. So stuff like that. so the first album, then putting that together, that's pretty much the process. Yeah. Uh, Awakening was the same way that we built um, uh, New World, and it's the same way that we built. Okay, uh, they but, call me Judas. So what about the production on that? Like, did you guys self produce? So, so when I when I when Andy? I record the song in like my you know living room. I will have that draft that I'm going to listen to and be like, okay, I like this part. I don't like that part. And I might lay it again in a better studio, which is in his house, you know. And if that's the recording that we want, then we send that to our mixer who lives in Cali. Yep. And that's Dex. Because mi- mixing, mastering. Oh, my like God. That is that the most important part. Completely different yeah. and very important yeah, from very important. my background. And it, anyway, took, yeah. it took about two years of mixing with Dex and other, like, um, Houston, uh, Bars. So many different yeah. engineers to find who, who really why, felt the sound. Right, that's like, why we have yeah. one song makes three times. Yeah, that's this what guy makes okay. it. That's this what we're talking about. This earlier. guy makes it. And then we yeah. listen to him like, oh my god. Because f- what I can gather here from listening to your music, it's not very cookie cutter. Like, right, it's, it's not different. You know, yeah, 
Uh, so like from that's from the production stand, <laughs> standpoint, but like another huge piece for albums and, and any kind of music, at least in my world, is is the art. Okay, like we're talking about cover <laughs> art, liner notes, all that kind of stuff. Now you don't really get the physical CD anymore. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, how are you guys kind of making that work, like art wise? Do you do you have like f- friends that do that? I mean, obviously it was you know Jake's girlfriend that was cutting out cardboard boxes yep. and that. And yep. like, so we do the art ourselves. We just um, try to tell a story. We have painters that do some of our paintings, and I'll tell them what the album's about. Yeah. Um, you know, this one I want to be, pros- you know, I want to be that guy that everyone hates, you know, I just, you know, can you make me the dirty saint? Can you make me the saint, <laughs> you know? And, that's, and he's like, oh, I want to no, be I saint can- dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I can do that for you. I can, you know, and then he'll paint something. I'll be like, that's really good. Or he'll be like, I painted this, but I thought this might be better or this. What do you think? And then we'll look at them, and then we'll put in the computer, tweak this, tweak that, bring this color up, bring that color down. More thorns in that yeah, crown. Yeah, <laughs> make it more pharaoh, and then and then put it out. So it's like a it's a fun. The art is the like most enjoyable part. I'd have to say in the, like the releasing yeah, process. I hear you. That's yeah. for me. Like to not to hijack or piggyback, but like we were talking about this beer can in the mm-hmm. last episode. But mm-hmm. like one of my favorite things, and I design. do enjoy the creation of the beer. But like talking to the graphic designer making the label, I'm like I want a plant that's eating a human, but also. <laughs> drinking a beer you know what i mean it's and playing a banjo right there's got to be a banjo going you know and whatever but so from an art standpoint that's that's kind of how that works for you guys but like you released your album uh new world and some singles last year yep. and they call me judas just a couple weeks ago yep. okay so after getting the first album recorded released did you find the process around they call me judas to be easier was it the same it, I I would say it was easier, but had more stress because why? Um, because it's a, the newest album. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the newest album has to be like better than the other album, and then better than the other one, and then has to still be you and authentic. And right. you know, but so you, I just felt all these personal pressures. Sure. Like I'm sure realistically it was the same thing, you know. But on the inside, I was freaking out. It's like, oh my god, I did it again. I'm putting out another album. Right. They're so gonna you, so find out that I'm a fraud. A bunch <laughs> of different albums from a bunch of different artists that are exactly the same. Yeah. So so let's dig in more to that that pressure. Does was there something different that you did? Did you light more aromatic candles? Like what I recorded <laughs> more, more of this song, knowing that nobody was doing shows right now. Yeah. Like so. So as a musician, I'm always thinking of like what the you know what's what going the, on in the, the music scene you know yeah, yeah who's doing shows who's not like what the crowd looks right like too, so when covid happened it was like don't worry about that even Nicki minaj isn't doing shows nobody's doing shows calm down just work on this song so having that in the back of my mind kind of was like all right dude i'm just gonna make this song you know i'm just gonna finish this song and and then i'm like and then what what made it terrible is like i have every night or i have multiple nights not to work on music that i didn't have before because when you know you're like oh this friday man this friday when i sit down and put the mic on i'm gonna (laughs) kill it but now it's like oh tomorrow i'll do it oh tomorrow oh tomorrow so it 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 was really stressful because i'm like oh i have all this time but i have to get this album done but when do i get the album oh it's almost christmas oh this friday and then it was done (laughs) and i was really happy you feel not having shows kind of evens out the playing field yes. a little bit? Yes, it does. Really? The only thing that, that it That was did, an interesting question. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because I, I, when I was like coming, you know, becoming like an artist and telling people that I'm an artist and blah, 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 everybody and their mom was throwing shows except me. How the hell are you guys doing this? How do you know the guy that owns that venue? Like every little artist was like- Instagram, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. They have these connects. Just but you want to know how they got them? They went to shows, shook hands, met yeah. those people, met those people. Instagram doesn't work unless you meet the person. It's, you're, you're I can't just go and follow everyone you know. They'll be like, the who's this head. weirdo follow? But if I meet him yeah. at your house, at your party, yep. and it's the, they'll be like, oh, that's, yeah, there he is. I know him. But for me, just as a fan who's in the crowd, I've known, like, I'm in a couple different chats and, and, forums if you will on facebook of people like hey here's this band i just found out of my hometown check them out yeah i probably added 500 artists and yeah. bands and whatnot to my yeah. spotify from just that alone now i get up and i wish i could just hit shuffle all 
on Spotify <laughs> yeah. because sitting there getting ready to go to work, it's like, what the hell do I want to listen to? Yeah, <laughs> so much. I'm down to Z and I didn't see anything. Ah, fuck, keep going back up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, so you've released They Call Me Judas. Judas. Yes. Jeez. I can't read. I'm, I shouldn't read. It's it. nighttime. It's harder to read at night. <laughs> <laughs> it did get dark since we got here. Like, that's You're not a vampire. <laughs> Maybe I am. You don't know. Uh, so uh, you've got the, the two albums out. So. Th- I'm assuming that, and we've talked about this a little bit, but the first album was marketed probably as an different. EP, yeah. Than, right, so yeah. it's marketed differently, completely differently since yeah. it's an EP. So outside, uh, for marketing uh, standpoint, like Facebook, Instagram, what other resources are you using, if any? Are there I any? do the word of mouth thing the yeah. most when I meet normal people that don't know me. Mm-hmm. So like the lady that fixes my bikes, I'm a crazy biker, like, you know, road bike, I'm sure. all about it. I've spent a lot of money with her, <laughs> so I've sat in her <laughs> shop and talked with her a lot. You know, I know all her kids. What, what shop you want to shout? Out? Uh, it's called Seven Spokes Bike Shop. I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have, dude. I, I'm Whoa, a, we'll dude, talk, she's really good. We'll talk man. off mic, but okay. Yeah, yeah, she's really good, and all her kids are always helping, and they're really guy. good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I was in her shop one day, and she's like, <clears throat> "So why do you wear? You know, why are your nails painted? Like, like why are you so many colors? Like, what's going on? Like, I." I'm a punk rocker. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you tell by my pink hair? Misfits. Um, no, I told her I do music, and Bro. she was like, I just knew that like there was something yeah, about you. Yeah, there's something. Sure, like, and I'm like, oh, well, I mean, do you want to hear my songs? And she's like, I, I'm like, I hate doing this. You know, I hate telling people to listen. And she's like, no, I'm the one that asked. I want to know. Yeah. And um, that same day, some NPR lady came in to interview her. And she's like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, God, um, I do music. And she's like, oh, no way. I'm looking for more local people to listen to. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I can tell random people that I do music (laughs) and just not my friends because the mask. And then reporters will show up. Because then random people are like, well, I don't know you anyways. This, you know, you wear a mask. I don't even know what you look like tomorrow. So then I started telling normal people that like at the store, they're like, oh, I like your Birkenstocks. Why are they painted so cool? Oh, because my friend Dylan does my art for my music. Oh, you do music? And I'm talking to a lady at Whole Foods. (laughs) So a lot of my like fans are like a lot of like old ladies. <laughs> Try my sugar cookies. Yeah, so I got a lot. But they're loyal. They they listen to my music. Like, So you weren't joking when my mom probably listened. No, 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 I'm not joking at all. No, I met her, I met her at the Whole Foods. No, I'm he's not so joking. wholesome. Yeah, he's a really nice boy. He rides a bike. So, yeah. No, I mean, like, we got that vibe, like, when you guys showed up. Like, you showed up, and then Jake put out these velvet ropes, and then we, we couldn't go. <laughs> you know, like, he let us into our own studio. Yeah. It's like only one at a time. Like, Who brought all these fancy waters? Like, okay. Yeah. You're gonna need I've some never more, heard of you're this. You're going to need some more women with you? Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of this brand of water. It's just called fancy. <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep a good ratio, guys. I think you've got something. In there. Uh, so you've got the two albums out. Have you, like, how does this work, man? Like, have you sent music to radio stations? Like, obviously, you ran into the NPR people, local venues, record labels. Yeah. Like, how, how does this work right now? So now I'm heavy trying to get the visuals out um i can't submit to radio stations but a lot of that stuff is scam you know like you go on a website how do you you mean um so you go on a website you'll find a dj that runs like 103 point whatever in like nashville you know yeah and that's the dj that's the legitimate guy so it's the guy that works shit and dude wants exactly something unofficially no even officially they'll send you they'll send you invoices from the radio oh yeah but the thing about these things is how is that legal how would you know if you get what they tell you you're going to get from the streams. Yeah, I played your song last night at four in the morning and I got no love. I'm sorry, we're not going to spend it again. Hacker. Totally. <laughs> yeah, you're hacking me, bro. Hacker. Hacker. I'm serious. So, so, um, and I won't lie. I'm not going to lie about getting burnt. I've been burnt. Like, that's happened to me by a guy that owns a radio station like Los Angeles. Hit me up. Yeah. Says, you know, and I look into him and, you know, you dig into him and everything's legit. It's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. But you pay him, and you don't get the results. And you learn a very valuable lesson. Like, you know what? I'm never paying anyone on the internet again this time. Again. <laughs> All <laughs> this right. Time. So I, I got to know. But I'm going to ask Jake first. Like, what when, you're not, when you guys aren't doing your own music thing, like, Jake, what kind of music are you listening to? So, I, I, I mean, certainly I listen to a decent amount within the hip-hop sphere. Course, but but I'm... I would say I have relatively eclectic tastes okay. uh, because I, I grew up with parents that were really into like uh, like bluegrass, but then like kind of tr- traditional rock stuff. I think my my first concert I ever actually attended was a fish concert. 
Um, so, <laughs> gotta get him a plaque, right? Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, <laughs> kind of, kind of a cool shout out if you're into that sort of Sorry thing. Sorry, we didn't yeah. break out the weed when you. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> kind of a cool thing if you're into that sort of thing. But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely it gives you a musical background a little bit you. for where I'm coming from as far as like what I grew up listening to, and uh, I, I, you know, I still enjoy stuff from all over the place and actually one of my favorite things to do is to search for new music i Same. love finding new music and so and it's it's something that has is both like a blessing and a curse because on the one hand from the personal side i love looking at new music yeah. on the professional side of things now trying to do this it's frustrating that the market is so saturated mm -hmm. because then you have to do so much to try to stand out yeah. so much to dig through the, through the, the bad music all the time yep. like and, this and you're isn't like, like cheapo clacking yeah. through like <laughs> exactly uh, for those that don't know cheapo's a record store oh cheapo yeah. is yep. so cool still is yeah still still is. oh there's still there? cheapos oh, yes yeah. oh yeah wow i'm sorry blockbuster i thought that cheapo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the only ones still it's the I, only I'm, one. I'm pretty sure but so okay so pharaoh that man like what the heck are you listening to? I right? listen to weird stuff, man. I know you rolled in and were like, Zamfir plays the pan flute. He's the best at it. And we were like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I'll, I'll listen to like Whiskey by Trample by Turtles or because okay. um, I have a friend, Andrew, he loves bluegrass. So whenever Francis is in town, he's from Nebraska. Sure. So we call him Nebraska because there's so many Andrews. So he's Nebraska. <laughs> um, he That's all he listens to is bluegrass. So like he showed me that world you know and i love banjos and like that raw sound of just like an instrument and like yeah. a twangy voice you know Chugling. but i listen to like yeah i listen to like adele um kanye um did i say adele yes adele <laughs> twice no i'm just kidding and adele one more time <laughs> just do that three times okay yeah. Maybe if you say it in the mirror in the bathroom at the studio, she'll show up. Well, I say it in the mirror in the bathroom at my house. <laughs> she shows up? Oh, oh yeah. Man. When you turn off the lights, she's always there. <laughs> but you got to be playing her on the radio, too, though. You can't just be in the dark. Are you sure that it's just you doing her voice? And oh, man. I love Hello. me some. Hello. <laughs> I, just lo I just like Adele. I love her. So, okay, you guys got your, your favorite artist in that, but I want to know if you could perform with any artist. Any city, any venue, let's go. What do you think, Pharaoh? Oh man, on stage it'd probably be like Alicia Keys. For real? Why? She's, have you heard that song, um, "Fallen"? Yeah. H have you heard any of her yeah, songs? Yeah, She's yeah. hella talented. Right, right, have you? <laughs> plus, I I loved Alicia Keys. Like I liked her when I was young. Like uh -huh. I'd marry her, you okay. know. And she's married now, and like an old, like not an old lady, still very sexy, but. Yeah, I just want to be on stage and have her play the piano so I can sing, so I can look into her eyes and then look at the people. You can, you can look into her eyes yeah. through your mirror. She, like, yeah, she can't, she can't look at me. She's like, <laughs> is he looking at me? Or? She'll love it. She'll yeah. just be seeing herself, too. And she'll just be like, right, she doesn't want to really see good. my face. Yeah, no, I think it'd definitely be like someone like Alicia Keys, and it has to be somewhere like at Coachella or something. Sure. Where it's okay. like, that's not like, because, you know, Alicia Keys doesn't perform. I mean, maybe she does. I don't know. But, like... I want her to, like, you know, piano, like, eyes one of my songs at Coachella. He's playing the piano, folks. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. if I was awesome. if, Jake, what's up? If I was going to pick your best musical pairing to put you on stage with, I'd probably put you on stage Childish with. Gambino? No, with Swayze. Ooh, well, yeah. But that's Childish Gambino 2004. I know. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Swayze. I don't know if you Not guys Swayze. know about that. I, I've, I've, uh, we we went yeah. to their concert, and... Uh, Way back then when we didn't do music, their producer was like, well, first of all, I cussed them out. Okay, so let me, let me tell this. Let me tell the story. So we're at this concert. We're, un, were you underage? No, it was an all-age show. It was an all-age show. We weren't underage. We did drink with them, though. That, that made it very bad. But So we go to this show. We're in the front row, and I'm not vibing. I'm not vibing at all, you know? They come out. They're, like, doing this song, and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. And they're like, whoa, 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 stop the music. Stop the music. What's going on with that guy right there? And I'm like, are they talking about me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, you're not vibing. I'm like, fuck you. You. And he's like, dude, get up here. Get up here. I was like, I get to go on stage. I go up there and he's like, listen, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, blah, blah, blah. And I don't remember. I was like young. I was stupid. And I was like, well, I'm going to hit a backflip. You want to hit a backflip? It was Swayze. Did I hit a backflip with Swayze or Cisco? No, Cisco. So Cisco's like, I'm going to hit a backflip. And I'm like, well, I'm going to hit a backflip. And so he does it. And then I do it. And I almost bust my shit. And then he's like, dude, you wanted this bottle? And gives me Grey Goose. And I chug it. And he's like, oh, and starts up the concert again. I'm like, oh, now I'm having fun. They made my night so cool. So cool. And then we got to dance on stage for like a little bit. And then their, their manager was like, you guys are really fun. What are you guys doing? We're just like, oh, we don't do nothing. 
And that's when I realized, oh my God, maybe we could like be on stage and be like the performers, you know? Like maybe that could be us, like telling a kid to come up here and drink this vodka. Maybe. <laughs> and that's when I decided I wanted to be fair almost. <laughs> yep, at that concert, right then and there. So, Farrell, for you, for anyone out there listening that are working on getting a career in the music industry, what's advice that you'd give up to them? That it's really hard and that you have to expect it to be hard because just like anything in life that's not like going home and sleeping, which can also kind of be hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, yeah. if you can find fun in it, it's there. There's a lot of fun in like making music and chasing this dream, but there's so much more of like, feeling like you're not worth it, that you're wasting your time, that no one's going to listen to this, that what are you doing? And you're going to be your biggest critic. You're going to hate yourself more than anyone else because people won't tell you they hate you. You know, they might hate you, but they won't tell you. But you will, like, always doubt yourself. You'll be like, oh, man, fuck. Especially not especially not to your face. Right, right, right. But, like, and people are allowed to, like, feel what they feel. You know, that's what people are. Like, I'm allowed to feel what I feel. And it's your fault. If I don't like you, that's your fault. But just don't let that be what, like, you focus on, you know, because you you just be lost down there forever. Just know that that's there and work with it, you know. Just keep working. And Jake, yeah, if I, there's somebody out there, the, the voice of reason, if you will, for <laughs> with their own pharaoh. What advice would you have for that? <laughs> yeah, own yeah, there's many pharaohs out there. Oh, throwing, <laughs> we talked about a hundred ideas there's at him. There's at, at least a hundred pharaohs. Yeah, Pharaoh yeah. Bailey, um, Pharaoh Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think kind of you know on the same note, I think you just got to be ready to to. It's the same thing that I generally say for like life, because I think that all of this is just ties right into life. Generally, is just you got to be ready to overcome adversity. You know, I mean that's really what 90% of things are is like you have challenges, you have setbacks, you overcome those setbacks. So this and is m mental game, right? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Is yeah. Then, then in the way. art of, of rapping. Yeah, yep. it, it really is. And if How you, if, if you're rap? able to have that consistent mindset of just like a girl always has no rapper. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my whole thought is you just got to find a way to keep overcoming that adversity. As long as you're able to do that, you'll be able to continue to find success. Yeah. Most importantly, where can people find you on social media and where can they find Literally your Literally everywhere that you can, I would say your favorite streaming platform. Yeah, I think if the only thing we don't have is a Tumblr. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty much other <laughs> than that. still around. Yeah, basically yeah. every other social media platform we have. Uh, yeah. So you can find us at Pharaoh Moose or at Amoose Pharaoh, depending on the uh, on the social media platform. Yeah, I think platform. Twitter is at Amoose Pharaoh. Twitter is Amoose Pharaoh. Everything else is Pharaoh Moose. Yeah. Um, if you go to any of the social media platforms, feel free to check out the link tree. The link yeah. tree has also all the links to all the, the socials. Link tree is the link to life. Um, and then as far as streaming platforms, we're on all major streaming platforms. Yeah. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, over SoundCloud. Over 80 platforms. So. Yeah, whatever you're yeah. into, add it. Oh, I, thought you, the, thing I, about I thought you said oh, an over 80 platform so your mom can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yep. yes. 80 and over. Yeah. And over. The, the yeah. special that's, that's one that's the that mind space. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your mom's in the top five. Well, yeah. like. Facebook music. You well, know her and Tom, like. you know, they mean a lot to me. I know them personally. Just the picture that Tom used was just the best. It's, what? <laughs> no, I'm his friend. I'm his friend. Like, oh, you, you caught me programming. <laughs> we should have known what, what rich people of the future were going to be like from how he got rich and never changed that photo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like, no, it's me in a white tee. What do you mean? This is how I always am. In a white tee. Yes, I'm wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> was that what that is? I don't know. I, I was, oh, I man, the Canadians. On. I have no idea. For folks listening, uh, if you click the episode notes, I'll have the link in there for, for your link tree. Awesome. You can click on that and find you that way. So. Well, thanks again, man, for Thank you so much, man. down here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us come down here. This is a great studio, great vibe. I want to do this again. I don't know how, like, that works. If You, 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 guys just, yeah. no, you just show up. <laughs> you no, I'm not kidding. Just, no, you're yeah, Brian, <laughs> Brian came for one show three years ago. And oh, never wow. <laughs> well, he doesn't know where the doors are, you no. know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said the same thing. I was like, can I, um, can I just come back? <laughs> They're like, I don't want to talk to my friends. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, well. We'll, we'll have to get yeah. you back, and we'll get I'm Justin out here and come back. Side of the story super, too. Oh yeah. yeah, and he can make some. He can make us super drinks. drinks. Dude, yep. yes. we, we got. We got Whenever I see him at the restaurant, I don't know if I should plug him. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah he, go he ahead. Move now. He moves. He's, He's a tequila butcher now. Holy! Sh that's why when I was there this Friday. We do the crypto talk every whatever there, yeah. and um, 
he wasn't there. And I yeah. was like, I need a special drink from his black book. And they're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I didn't come for one week and everything changes. This is why it's fun being an adult because we can just have a guy over to make us drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where does he work He's over at Tequila Butcher in Chanhassen. Awesome. That sounds so. Chanhassen, huh? Yeah. That's a trip, Jake. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's going to be a drive We got to check the P.O. box. So anyways, we got to go down yeah. there. But yeah, we'll, well, get, we'll get him back here in studio. He'll make sweet. his cocktails and we can just bullshit for yes. a while. Awesome. Yes, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Maybe, get, maybe get you to put, do a song live for us. Yes. Oh my God. That's like my first. Can we do that? We're yeah. adults. We can do that. Yeah, we yeah. Can. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was in the car with my fiance. I'll allow it. I was in the car and she was, like, it. she was like, oh, I'm just so thirsty, but I don't like want to like get gas station food to eat. I'm like, why not? We're adults. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, we can. I'm 30. She's 29. Go to Quick Trip. <laughs> Go to Quick Trip. Quick Trip, you can get uh, the food at Quick Trip is like you could like every every meal is like real food. No, stop trying to make that a thing. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> quick Trip for construction workers and everyone in between. <laughs> yeah, I'll have uh, two taquitos. Oh, sir, you get your own taquito. <laughs> oh, 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 that's how this works. Okay. I love it. Like, wait, this hot dog is crunchy. Yeah, well, that's we how know. you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Well, I suppose let's get out of here. It's getting late. Yeah, Start thank you. Out. Appreciate yeah. it. Brian getting lost. Oh, man. Awesome, awesome. It's easy. That was so cool. Farrell, Jake, thank you again, guys, for coming down on the show. It was an awesome time getting to meet you and hang out with you. And thank you for everyone for taking the time and to tune in this week. Many of you have asked how can you help out the show. First off, make sure to leave a review and drop a comment wherever you can find your favorite podcast, such as Apple Podcasts and Audible. Secondly, hit the link in the episode notes there. You can find a little tip jar. Just $1 is all I ask. You can also head over to patreon.com slash rules of the arena and become a patron today. Last but not least, I do have a store. Go check out the full line of shirts leggings, sweatpants, and more. We have limited release coming out soon with collaboration with J.E. Collins Photography and Cohen Hammerslang, who you might remember from episode 49. To keep in touch with up, upcoming live recordings and future guests and limited merch releases, like and follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, both at Rules of the Arena Podcast. And don't forget to check out my other show called No Stray Left Behind Podcast, where you can find that on its own feed wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If you have any comments, questions, ideas, or would like to be a guest on either show, shoot me an email, gordon at blindninjastudios.com. Here's one more track from Pharaoh. It's off his 2020 album titled New World. This is Space Cowboy. You see me rolling with my boots, that's on. And I can't even get it unless they're playing that song. And I can do it with my Ray-Bans on. We're quicker than them niggas when they're playing that song. Time to get in a hurry, I'll be the one in the hoodie No daddy turn up when you're playing that song Baby, I know that you're sorry, don't take it out of them parties I know you love it when you're playing that song Well, I'm a space cowboy Yeah, I'm a space cowboy Ooh, I'm a space cowboy You got me loving, I'm loving to that song Come on Well, I'm a space cowboy Yeah, I'm a space cowboy Ooh, I'm a space cowboy You got me loving, I'm loving to that song yeah. You see me rolling with my boots that song And I can't even get it unless they're playing that song And I can do it with my Ray-Bans on We're quicker than them niggas when they're playing that song It's time to get in a hurry, I'll be the one in the hood You know how turn up when they're playing that song Baby, I know that you're sorry, don't take it out on them 40s I know you love it when they're playing that song Hey, hey, come here I got something to ask you, man. Where's Pharaoh? Man, I heard. I, I mean, I heard he went to the moon. What? Yeah, man, I heard he went to the moon. Why? Why would he do that? Man, he weird. You know, he Pharaoh. He weird. I don't know. I don't know what there is to do on the moon, but that, that's where he wanted to be. So you know, I, I was like, all right, man. I guess he was space cowboy now, or something. You know, that's what it is. Well, I'm a space cowboy. Yeah, I'm a space cowboy. Ooh, I'm a space cowboy You got me loving, I'm loving to that song Come on Cause I'm a space cowboy Yeah, I'm a space cowboy Ooh, I'm a space cowboy You got me loving, I'm loving to that song We Come be on. the ones with the ones We turn it up with the hundreds We always get it when we play that song We throwing up only hundreds We never hunted for hundreds Because we get it when we play that song 
Well, I'm a space cowboy. Yeah, I'm a space cowboy. Ooh, I'm a space cowboy. Well, I'm a space cowboy. Yeah, I'm a space cowboy. Ooh, I'm a space cowboy. Come on. Well, I'm a space cowboy. Yeah, I'm a space cowboy. Ooh, I'm a space cowboy. I'm loving, I'm loving to that song. 